Welcome everyone to uh, Pizza Roundtable, part of the Pizza Club Network, where we re-host some of your favorite pizza personalities uh, from all across the industry. Uh, you're here with us today, like I said, for Pizza Roundtable, uh, where we'll talk through the biggest pizza news of the week and give you a chance to weigh in on it. Uh, I'm your host for tonight, Will Duma, and I'm joined by my guest host, Jim Mumford. Jim is both a cookbook author and a writing contributor for the media publication Inside Hook. Jim, welcome, man. What's up? How you doing? Hey, good evening, Will. How is it going, my friend? How are you doing? Doing good. Happy to, uh, as always, uh, talk pizza with you this lovely uh, Thursday evening. Absolutely, man. So listen, it's been a little bit. We had a little hiatus. Um, yeah. You know, how, how are the holidays all right? Everything good for you? Yeah, you know, holidays were great. Cooked a lot of pizza, had a lot of people over. Uh, didn't get snowed on too much, though I think uh, that might change here uh, in a day or two. How, uh, how about yourself? <laughs> yeah, man. I eat too much food, right? It's always a good thing, I feel like, over the holidays, though. Can't complain. Can't complain. No, not at all. <laughs> no snow, though. No snow in my forecast. A lot of rain, but no snow. Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're going to get about a foot in the next uh, day or two here in Michigan. So a little, oh. little, little, little jealous of uh, you and your southern climate. Uh, dude, that's no joke. That's that, that's way more than I was thinking. I thought you were going to hit me with a couple inches, but all right. <laughs> um, all right, well, listen, man, I know we got a lot of pizza news to get into, so might as well get going on it, right? First up, I thought, Jim, you had, like, the job of the year just in general, um, but apparently not because you are not Casey's. Um, so let me share this first one up here. This, I, I mean, this was pretty entertaining, and I'll, I'll kick it off with highlighting that We've heard of a similar role that we'll talk about in a minute, but for now, this first one, Casey's, um, if you're familiar with guys, we're talking about Casey's a lot, but they are looking for um, the, the official, what do we call it? The, the ideal chief pizza and beer officer. So this is a dream job where essentially Casey's is looking for you to become their official chief pizza and beer officer, where you will be essentially required to in some way, I guess, contribute to pizza and beer pairings? I don't know. This seems a little whimsical. Jim, what do you think about this? Uh, it sounds like the job I've been practicing for my entire <laughs> life, Will. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I can't decide. Is this a pure marketing thing? Do I actually want them to do some actual culinary arts? Is it somewhere in the middle? Um, you know, Casey's doesn't serve beer, right? They're a convenience store. Um, as yep. far as I know, so I, I can't I can't read this one. It, is it is it marketing? Is it an actual position? Is it both? Either way, let me throw my hat in the ring, Casey's officially to be your pizza and beer connoisseur. Uh, references on the on the show with me, quite honestly. Um, so I oh it, it sounds fun. What, what do you think, right? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I'll share. One thing before I comment on it. So I think, you know, one of the things that caught my eye here, right, was that, they, so I'll pull it up here real quick so we can see it. The benefits of the position, and I'm quoting here from the, the Yahoo Finance article, the benefits of the position include job supplies like receiving pizza and beer from Casey's store, branded glassware and other swag, okay, coverage of travel costs for position duties and a negotiable compensation package. Full details are available on the LinkedIn posting. So... You know, I'm, I'm I'll down for some swag and I'm happy for some travel expenses to be covered, but I still don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll give the context that I'll compare it to. I think it was Yelp last year that essentially put out like their official 
reviewer or brand partner, something of the sort, I think like that. I think it was Yelp. I'm struggling to remember now, but I, I'm pretty sure it was Yelp. It was looking like chief restaurant reviewer or something of the sort. Um, and But the descriptions were like defined. You had to like contribute and write like three articles, you know, like per month. And then you got expenses to go visit like restaurants. So like this, I'm not understanding what exactly you would be doing here. Yeah, and that's why I can't. I think maybe it's marketing and PR, but then the compensation. I don't know. Listen, I'll find out when I get to the interview. I will report back. Uh, that I'm fine with. That I'm fine with, man. You keep us posted. Listen, as long as you still show up on the nights we need you, man. Listen, you can do as much beer and pizza pairing uh, or tasting as 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 needed. I might even do it. I might even do it on location while I'm working. Right, no reason not to. <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Why not? Right, man. Exactly. Uh, All right, well, you take us the next one, man. Let's go. Let's head to Chicago. Yeah, let's do it. My neck of the woods. So, Will, when you think the best pizza in Chicago, do you think of prison? Surprisingly, not. Although, uh, if I was if I was having deep dish, I may be considering myself in prison if that was my oh, only choice. Oh, da, 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 da. Well, uh, <laughs> it looks like as uh, you pull it up, there's a new nonprofit uh, serving pizza out of the back of a Cook County prison. Yeah, this one this one is interesting. So yeah. soon Chicagoans will be able to taste the excellent pizza made by detainees at Cook County Jail. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the, the gist of it, and I'll get your reaction is, you know, they're teaching culinary arts to, you know, people in, in prison trying to, you know, it's a reform program, um, you know, with actual Chicago chefs. So I mean, what do you think, Will? This is a PR stunt or, uh, or a nice thing for the community? I kind of think it's a nice thing for the community. It seems like great. Like, listen, you're going to learn a skill and be able to serve pizza. I, I'm interested. Listen, give, I'm, all down, I'm always down for the second chance. So if you can actually make something of yourself and have some some good food, maybe we could pass it on to some of the other inmates as, as well. Why why not? Uh, I'm totally down. I'm, I'm always interested in the rehabilitation programs. I'm trying to remember one, thinking about it, if it is it um, – mod pizza that that kind of focuses on hiring um people with prior you know convictions i think it was mod i'm trying to remember which of those which of those chains one it was them, yeah. but like that same kind of concept too and i'll, I'll to come back and note which one it was afterwards i can't remember but i think i'm leaning towards mod but like that idea i thought was awesome that you could see out there and so why not why not do it while you're still behind bars didn't we talk about it a couple of weeks ago where you know more culinary programs were focusing on baking and pizza right this goes right into that this is a great relatable skill where you can learn quick and apply many so i, I i'm with you i think this is an absolutely awesome thing to do with real chicago chefs right that this isn't just a cafeteria. They're learning real skills. So I, I agree. It's pretty great. So the only thing I'll, I'll, I'll say, and I'll get your thoughts on it, is it, now this this cooking vessel, Jim, that we see here, which looks like a Pyrex glass glass pan to me. I don't know if that is technically the, the official Chicago pizza cooking dish or cookware, uh, but I'll, I leave that to you if you want to give me your thoughts on that one. You, you know, I'm sure there are restrictions on what they can and can't use, but I mean, how there's a there, listen. If you can cook in cook pizza and Pyrex, you can cook anywhere, right? That's, that's a fair I point. Say. I bet you there's some. I I bet you could cook in a lot worse. Um, that that's for sure. So if you're able to put a pretty good product out of that, man, why not? 
Yeah, uh, but it does. I'll, I will highlight quickly that it does seem it does seem like there's some pretty good donations to kind of like kick this off um, for the facility. They have a brick oven. I think that was brought back in 2015. So they're using you know tomatoes and flour imported from Italy. So I mean, listen, it sounds like we've got some quality products and, and produce coming in to be able to to be able to make pizza with. So hey, man, I, if I didn't like pizza and I was there. I'd be loving pizza now. I'm going to Cook County uh, tomorrow if the snow allows me and. Maybe I'll grab a slice and I'll report back on this one as well. Uh, so that one I would thoroughly enjoy, man. If that if you can if you get a chance to stop by and get a sample, or if anyone does and anyone out there gets a chance to try it, tag us, please. We'd love to love to check it out and see what it really looks like. One hundred percent. Um, all right, well, listen, well, I think we'll stay uh, in the Midwest for the most part. And let's talk a little bit about uh, bar style pies. So mm. this one coming out of the Daily Meal. Um, what makes bar style pizza unique? So I think this might be a style that is, you know, I think there's probably a little bit more complexity to it than like meets the eye at first when you're thinking about it, at least if you're maybe over a pizza novice, right? And you're, we're not thinking too, too deep into it. We're kind of just like, ah, it looks like a thin cracker style to it and then throw some cheese and sauce on it and we're, that's it. You know what I mean? But, it, but I know, you know, Jim, there's a lot more to it than that. Absolutely right. I mean, tavern style pies, in my opinion, are some of the hardest to make, right? It's very hard to get the dough consistently thin without a sheer, which all the bar, you know, all the bar style pizzerias use. Um, it's very hard to get all of the ratios the same, right? Because you, you know, too little, that's a burnt cracker, too much, it's soggy. So uh, tavern style pies are truly an art. And you're right, they, they look simple and they look thin and and small but they are anything but um and you know for especially for a home cook i think they're probably the hardest style to make in my opinion do you if when if if and when you are making them do you do this i don't know we don't call it a par bake right but like you're kind of like rolling this dough and letting it sit out do you follow this where you're kind of like putting it in the fridge and i don't want to say the word like you're giving it a skin right but i mean like you're giving you're it air contact it. for a significant amount of time curing it yeah so yep. struggling to what i could what i could call it there yeah curing it's absolutely the the number one step right if, if you don't do that and dry out the surface the sauce will sog right out and you can't cook it you know quick enough a lot of you know bar style pies aren't cooked in 900 you know 10 1000 you know degree ovens right they're cooked in normal stoves and the way they get around that is like you say by curing it putting it on the screen and cooking it really fast um generally not par baked uh some do um the the best ones hmm. in my opinion don't uh but you can par bake it and then kind of finish it under a boiler i've seen that done much trickier uh but much faster as well okay and and when we're thinking just bar pies in general, not that we're going down a full bar pie tutorial, but we're I'm right. we're using we're using are we doing like all purpose baking? Um, uh, like what what are we doing from flour in your in your opinion? I, I know the article here kind of highlights AP, but I don't know if that's your your inside tip for I, I, I go AP. You don't need yeast, right? You don't need yeast is for flavor. You don't need leavening. Actually, yep. that's kind of the enemy. Um, and yep. gluten you can almost get get hard i've made it with bread flour i've made it with ap um ap i think is a little more forgiving right and a little less stretchy which again hmm. most pieces that isn't what you want but you want to a little bit more crumble to it instead of being you know shattering on you so yeah most call for ap um just for that reason yeah, I'm, i i appreciate the context and what do we think last point for it 
hydration wise? Is it super hydrated dough? Are we lesser on hydration? Where do we where do we fall on there? I generally go a little bit lower, but again, because you cure it, it kind of doesn't matter. So, Fair. I, you know, when I write my recipe, if you were to Google bar style pies, you might find mine one of the first. Oh. Um, it, it's higher hydration than most, <sighs> just for the fact that you cure it, you, you kind of evaporate all that out anyway. So it's easier to work, sure. a little bit easier to get thin. But then you kind of you kind of take that moisture out, and what you end up with is probably a thirty percent anyways. If um if I were to guess. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah, it, it kind of doesn't matter where you start; it's where you end. Makes sense. All right. I appreciate that tip, Jim. Thank you, my friend. So speaking um, of uh, bar pies, um, I know you <laughs> love your pizzas with volcanoes in the middle, right? I, I, I've known this uh, from <laughs> the first conversation we had. So I think. Absolutely. I think absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You know me too well, man. There's nothing like a volcano pie, in my opinion. That is for Absolutely. sure. Well, next time you were in uh, Domino's in Japan, which I know you frequent often, um, you can get this uh, totally not uh, publicity stunt pizza with a cheese volcano in the middle. Will, have you booked your flight yet? I am about to when you sent me this article because thankfully you sourced this one and this was a gem. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm beyond intrigued of how this center was created and how boiling hot that cheese is going to be if that came out and you were sitting in a Domino's and ate that that nuclear lava in the middle. Um, This is something else, man. Listen. I'm speechless, you know, for one of the first times here. I don't know how they do it. I don't know what it tastes like. I know I'm going to burn the roof of my mouth, but I we got to try it, right? I mean, this thing is amazing. So I'll, I'll highlight it. That So from the article here, this one, guys, out of uh, Sonora News 24, they call it the Cheese Volcano. The new 40-centimeter, 15.7-inch wide pizza contains a, spe- a specially molded dough that looks like a volcano rising the center rising the center with a, mag- a magma chamber inside the crater filled with cheesy lava. Um the cheddar cheese that surrounds the slope of the volcano has an has a crunchy texture that that contrasts with the smooth and melty cheese. I don't I this thing man, I am just so interested in in learning more. I I I'm, I'm speechless as well, man. I it has a chamber, Will. I I I don't know, but boy, I'm going to be scouring the internet for pictures. I I have to understand this. This is good. This is going to be the cover of the book, the cookbook. It has. I'm a. I'm gonna put it back. I'm gonna put it back up one more time, just because I. I can't help it if any. If anyone sees this or tries it, I. I, I'm. This looks amazing. I know. You know. A couple weeks back, we had a friend uh, from Pizza Club on Bruce who was who's out um, in Japan. So we might have to bug him and and ping him and see if we can get it. Get this and try it and give it a whirl for us because I just I don't know how you would deliver this either though to be fair right like i mean this seems like there there is i mean i, I appreciate how steady a, a car ride can be but there's got to be some some up and down right to moving this pie around loading unloading i just picture that being all over the pie there's no way it's gonna look like this when it gets to you I uh, listen i i don't know but there's a chamber will so it's probably all in the this chamber. is amazing does it's... it erupt <laughs> right I'm just, i i can't i i can't fathom how amazing this is and i can just only totally pray 
this comes stateside. Amen. I think if you brought this in for like, if you have, a, if anyone else out there has has children and you want to get one of these from Japan for like the volcano science project, this is a guaranteed an absolute win. If you could Swing eat up. the volcano that you submit for your school science project, this would be amazing, man. <laughs> I really can't help it. This is crazy. Awesome. Um, all right, let's keep going, dude. That's awesome, though. That might be the that might be the winner for sure. Oh yeah. Um, all right, let me show you the next one up here. This one was from Creo7.com. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you paint a scenario, I guess, first. Jim, so you're traveling down the highway. All of a sudden, there's, you know, a freak accident. But listen, thankfully, everyone is okay. Um, no one, No one's injured. But in front of you, there's this beautiful overturned semi spilling out with frozen pizzas galore all over the road. Um, this must have been quite a scene. I can only imagine what it what it looked like um, if people were around it. If it was like one of those like you know kind of like crazy trafficy ones where people were getting out, were they taking pizzas? I don't know, man. I yeah, I mean, but again, background being a semi, a, yes, right. I I I don't know, man. It it. I mean, freak accident. The cleanup, I'm sure, was much harder than people think. Uh, but boy, to you know, pour one out for all those poor frozen pieces that won't get consumed between you know one and four a.m. Um, just really sad. They they didn't mention brand though, so you know that I was gonna say the same. I was gonna say the same thing. So I, I was wondering to say well, who they were frozen pizzas for. Was it a certain like supermarket chain supplier type? Nothing. It was minimal. How do how do we not know? Yeah, how because that that really you know gauges my reaction. Is it you know Tombstone? Is it Tokinos, which we're about to get into? I know those are you ate three or four of those a day, so I I, I know you'd be pretty <laughs> sad. Or is this you know like you know generic supermarket brand? And I think we can uh, we can move on. I love it, dude. Um, yeah, if it, if they were generic, I would bypass. If they were if they were, I you know there are there are some pretty high end designer, um, you know, frozen pies out there now specifically. Um, yeah. So if there was some some good ones, I'd be I'd be out there willing willing to try them. I'd, I'd be happy to save one, put them in good use. Right? They're gonna go. They're gonna go otherwise. I can't sell them. Probably. <laughs> I hope. I hope not. I hope not. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're able to donate them somewhere or something. Right? I, I'm going to assume they donated them to a worthy cause. Absolutely. I hope so. All right. What do we got? What do we got next? We're. we're um, I, I want to hear your take on Totino's pizza. I. I know. You know. We've got oh, this yeah, great let's article. Do it. Let's do it. But yeah, I, I know if you're like me and you are, well, pepperoni cubes are the finest culinary <laughs> treat in the world. <laughs> so this one, I'll share this one up here. This one's from Marketing Dive. Um, I, I will note, man, I I do uh, enjoy a lot of things that um, Pete Davidson gets into. I think he's funny. I think the Taco Bell commercials are kind of humorous that that he does for him too. So Totino's uh, teams with Pete Davidson to rescue football fans from flat pizza. The comedian advocates for pizza rolls over traditional pies in an effort that also includes the brand's first Spanish language ad spot. So on that, man, listen, we've talked so many different variations of pizza rolls nowadays, whether there's sort of the kind of like new vegan offering that's out there. There's like, you know, there's always like the organic version. There's a, a couple different ones. And and we talked about some really high end ones, actually, that I actually found in a supermarket near me the other day. They were called Snow Days or Snow something. They were really good. My kids loved okay. them. They're all, they all about it. 
But the classic Totino's pizza roll, there's nothing better. You know, I, honestly, I love them. The idea that there's about a 30-second window of when they're actually enjoyable rather than, like, ice cold or completely yeah, burned the, the roof of your mouth, right? There's, there's such a, a minimal zone that I think there's a possibility you get one that meets that criteria. Otherwise, you are the whole oh, time yeah. trying to eat these bad boys. Absolutely. No, I... I, I don't think there's a better marketing pair than Pete Davidson and pizza rolls. I don't think that's an insult to either, but I no. think that's true, right? Absolutely. I Dude, I couldn't agree more. He seems like the perfect one to kind of put that out because I could, I could actually envision him sitting there eating pizza rolls and being like, guys, come on over. Like, these are great. I got, I got Totino's. Like, you know, like, <laughs> let's hang and eat some. A pro tip, anyone out there, air fry your pizza rolls and toss them in garlic butter. You will gain Ooh. 10 pounds from that, from that tip. But that, uh, that was a staple in uh, college before air fryers were cool. And uh, highly recommend the garlic. It's all set. I'm, I'm sure right. Pete, Pete Davidson does that, right? I'm, I'm positive. So I'm good I'm, for him. I'm sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will highlight, too, that they did mention they do have this kind of tie-up ad with hot sauce. I think it's uh, to patio. Um, which I, I personally like. I think it's a, a good sauce and in, in use for, for different variations. What do, what do you think about hot sauce um, on pizza rolls in general or hot sauce on kind of pizza items? Get I mean, get get all after it, right? I don't care if it's Frank's or Buffalo sauce or, you know, Tabasco. Get it all. Shove it in my mouth, right? It, the hot <laughs> sauce, the ranch, the just it needs to be just – it'd be more hot sauce and ranch than pizza roll in my professional opinion. Right. Uh, okay. I'm I'm down for that. I'm I'm with you there. I, and you know what I did want to mention as well. I think we were talking a couple of weeks ago too about that crazy new flavor of Totinos that came out, which was also not a limited time offering, but it was a new staple, and that was the orange chicken pizza roll. So I'm interested if we only get the classics um, in the upcoming ad campaign, or if they're going to tout that because that was a. I think that kind of went a bit a under the swing. radar from a from a release. To be fair, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't a limited time offering. Like they said, this is a new staple um, for the line. So I was like, wow, I haven't heard too much about it yet. So maybe we're going to see Pete Davidson talking about orange chicken totino rolls. What what a combination! What what world we live in? Volcanoes on pizzas <laughs> and Pete Davidson eating pizza rolls. It's and this is all free. This is amazing. Um, all right. Well, let's let's leave that there. We'll go on to something even even more interesting. I, I don't know if there if there could be, um, but I think this is since since you are a regional specialist, right? I think to be fair, I'll, I'll probably actually need you to take the next two because I think they really they really fit you. So unique pizza, and I'd love for your initial thoughts first on what we share about it. Uh, Altoona. I want to make sure I'm always yep, saying these correctly. It. An Altoona style pie. So this one at a WPSU. This is Altoona style pizza. It makes its way to state college and reactions are missed. So first, let me share this beauty of a creation. I'll try to get that out. Um, but give me your mm. your first thoughts. Set everyone's expectations for Altoona style style pie in general. Yeah. So Altoona style pie, and we've talked about here first is kind of a normal little dense crust you put some ketchup on that you put some deli meat on that you put some american cheese on that you essentially microwave it and then you serve that as pizza um, you might think i'm like joking here but I i'm not that that is what this style of pizza is is 
a super sweet <laughs> sauce with cold cuts and American cheese, quickly cooked and served. Is is there is there something to the story behind this? The and I'll quote from the article here, right? The Altoona style pizza was created at the Altoona Hotel, uh, but has been served at other restaurants in the area. Uh, the pizza is traditionally made with a Sicilian style dough. I hear all the Sicilians rolling over that they are associated with this at the moment. Tomato sauce, salami, green bell peppers, and topped off with Velveeta or American cheese. I, I did not note. The, the Velveeta was an approved variation <laughs> of, of the Altoona, but I, I perhaps it is. Yeah, they, so I've had once, I'll be fair, right? I was driving through. What was off-putting to me wasn't the sauce. It was the, and if you go back to the picture, the, the cheese bubbles and burns yeah, a little yeah. bit. But American yeah. cheese doesn't do that, right? It's so oily that has a charcoal essence to it, not in a good way. Um, it mm. is an absolute um, acquired taste, right? Everyone there loved it. You know, people were going for it. I ate like half a piece. I understood what it was. I gave it a chance. Uh, but it, it yeah. did not make the cut for the pizza cookbook. And I think that's <laughs> all I need to say about this style of pizza. But hey, I think everyone at Penn State absolutely deserves this pizza. Um, <laughs> yes. Please, there you go. Penn State, you need more stuff. Here is your Altoona-style pizza. I hope you guys enjoy. You're welcome to keep it. Do not bring it back with you when you come back from college. Please, Please leave it there. Keep it happy, <laughs> Alex. Oh, I, I don't – I mean, listen, I would obviously try it. I'm with you, right? We're very similar in the sense of I'd, I'd always give it a whirl. Um, I never gonna would never back away. But I this one, I, I – the, the cheese on top is the part that just – it just looks like – it shouldn't be burnt, as you described. The, the charcoal essence was a very good, just distinctly good description because it's not what you want. And that's exactly what you expect if you are having this. So, oh, man, something to that. It's just, it's just, oh. yeah. Yeah, that 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 it is. All right. Well, listen, let's let's shift to a different region, um, and let's let's go to Columbus. And so this this article out of uh, PMQ, which was. Is Columbus style pizza a real thing? So I know, like I said, the default to our regional specialist here, and I'm interested in your initial thoughts for actually, you know what? Let me let me give a yeah. description um, of what I want for it. So in general here, the full article name out of PMQ was is Columbus style pizza a real thing or a windy city wannabe? Um, and essentially here, the idea being, uh, I want to grab the quick quote from the style of it, essentially being uh, um, oh, here we go. Uh, Elian describes it, a Columbus style pizza as sporting a thin to medium crust, a red sauce that leans toward the sweet side, provolone or provolone mozz blend, and a densely, a, a densely layered topping, often including a layer of pepperoni encasing the pie from one side to the other. And yes, it's cut into squares after baking in a deck oven. Is this to you, Jim? Is this... Is Columbus style a pizza a real thing? Is this a made-up regional specialty? And to be fair, is there anything distinctive to this that would make you consider it a regional style from what you heard? Yeah, so this one kind of caught me off guard. Um, I had never really heard of Columbus style, which again, right, this is what I do. Um, I asked several friends who live in the Columbus area. They had never really heard about it. Um, they had heard of the other, you know, the Ohio Valley and the Briar Hill and kind of the, all the Sicilian variants. Um, none yeah. of them had really heard of this style. So it might be something that's new and emerging. 
everything okay. they described sounds like a classic Chicago tavern style pizza. Um, I don't see anything unique to it, but but maybe there is. Maybe it's the blend, the sweetness. Um, right now, if I had to yeah. give initial initial judgment, I think this is just transplanting bar style pizza to Columbus. Listen, it's a huge college town, um, so that sure. makes sense. Um, but you know, I'll have to do some research this spring while I'm driving through. Um, but this was this was new to me, um, which kind of shocked me that it, I didn't think they had their own style. They were kind of you know through the Youngstown, Briar Hill, and you know kind of the melting pot of all the different you know Ohio and Pennsylvania styles. Um, I sure. think that they, and if they were to have one, I would have expected something more Sicilian, not a bar pie at all. Yeah, I wonder if they're kind of trying to get away. I mean, I say in the sense of wondering if they're trying to try to get away with it. If we're saying like thin to medium thin, if perhaps there's a little bit more lift than than like the bar style pie that we just described, maybe that's the differentiator that they're trying to put forward. I don't know. I don't know. This goes back to the idea. This goes back to the idea of like what what makes something a regional style pie versus someone who's just trying to get a social media hit, right? As we've, as we've seen a number of articles kind of highlight these very regional style pies that someone just called their city's pie, right? Right. <laughs> and yeah, and you, you got to look, right, going the the history of where, you know, began and how it morphed. And really there aren't that many styles of pizza you can morph from. Interesting, right? I'm, I'm not, listen, PMQ, they do their homework, right? This isn't, uh, this isn't some, uh, you know, two-bit news company. So, listen, I'll try it. We'll see. And maybe, maybe it is the newest style that uh, that we need to appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. I'm with you there. Um, all right. Listen, Jim, I'll throw, I'll throw you one more. I think yeah. you, you, you can. Speaking of styles, be... I don't want to appreciate. <laughs> let me, let me share this one up, guys. And this was one is out of Pizza Marketplace. So this is Emos. If I'm saying it right, Emos Pizza celebrates 60th anniversary. Emo's Pizza is celebrating its 60th anniversary. The brand partnered with St. Louis artist Dan um, Zetwatch to create a commemorative pizza box that plays homage to Emo's humble beginnings. Throughout the year, Emo's will offer a variety of specials to market the company's 60th anniversary. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to Emo's, right? 60 years is uh, nothing. For so, sure. Uh, maybe I should describe what St. Louis style pizza is. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely, is. absolutely. Um, again, this is going to sound like I'm being sarcastic. I'm not. Um, the dough is closer to a tortilla than actual, you know, pizza dough. It's very, very thin. Um, the sauce is very sweet, like ketchup sweet. Um, and the cheese is uh, provol, and it is a processed cheese product. It is yes. somewhere between mozzarella that you buy in a store and Belvita, mm -hmm. I mean, truly. Um, it is a very acquired taste of pizza. I think mm -hmm. that's, the, that's the PC way I'll describe it. Um, those that grew up with it love it, and they'll defend it. Um, those who maybe lived in Chicago go down. Um, it's, uh, it's a harder transition into that style. Is it a, a heart? Is it smoked, or is there a smoke component to that cheese, or, or no? No. Some can be. Um, I've had it where yeah. they actually like will top, but generally it's just a very you know quick melting, gooey, ultra gooey kind of kind of cheese. Um, oh, you, sorry. You said it was like a vel. It was. It's a. It's not a hard cheese. It's soft cheese. Yeah, it's soft cheese. It, it's like Velveeta. Oh, texture. okay. Okay. It, it yeah. is. It is very processed. Very soft. Um, and it is, it's, um, 
very acquired taste <laughs> again um it's very okay. sweet, it's very sweet very oily um and the the crust is i say almost closer to if i were to make it home i would use this giant burrito tortilla rather than the roll any dough out wow okay interesting so I, yeah. if I've offended anyone from St. Louis, I did my best to give my unbiased opinion as a good <laughs> Chicago boy reviewing your pizza. <laughs> this is one. This is one I haven't. I haven't had before, to be honest. I, and I, I'm not really familiar with anyone doing it that I've seen, like outside of St. Louis, where I could even, you know, try to try a subpar version, perhaps. Right, just yeah. in general. Like I, I really haven't had the ability to to get one to do it <laughs> and there might be a reason for that well i'll just leave it i leave noted it noted that's fine you know it's a good way to, to to leave that one right there thank you pizza marketplace <laughs> for for hiring i mean for highlighting emos emos for you listen happy 60th that's absolutely. awesome I'm, I'm glad absolutely <laughs> um speaking of pizzas that you and i will probably never eat um there's a new guinness world record pizza with uh how many toppings well just a few right oh my god this is actually crazy man so this one is out of the new york post this is a guinness book world record pizza that has 1001 types of cheese on it i it, this is you know also a, a I, uh, so it's hard for me to find the words on this one because I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I struggle. I struggle with it because I don't want to eat this pizza, right? Like that's that's and, and these some of these records that people go for. If it was like appetizing or like, hey man, like this sounds really cool. We could make the biggest pizza and we you know gave it away and did something cool with it. This just seems like a blob of cheese, and I made some sort of dough i threw it in the oven and i meet the minimum requirements for the guinness's standard of pizza it's kind of like the world record we covered months ago right the world's biggest pizza where they laid it out in the the warehouse yes. right and they they had the the fat it was like assembly line you would never actually eat it i feel like this is that uglier cousin um would you try it? Will, if I said, here's a slice, here's a nice beer, it is safe to eat, would you have a bite? <laughs> Be honest for the, for the nice people at home. I would, uh, I would absolutely give it a whirl for, for sure. Good I, I, don't, I don't think I would find it appealing. And, and, I'll, and I'll, here's why. I'll share the other, the other um, screen, the other image that the, and this one, I guess, from the New York Post, um, if you cover this one. <laughs> Um, it it um it, like when I see this blend and, and by chance this was uh, there was a it's a French chef um and he I think he used nine hundred and forty fr distinctive French cheeses and then a blend of sixty one others right that didn't specify from a regional perspective but when I'm looking at this soft cheese board over here of items that are gonna hit that pizza I, there's nothing. There. Nothing there that I'm intrigued to try after seeing that, man. I don't know. That's my initial feel for that. As, I mean, a, as a cheese board, as a cheese board, absolutely. Right. I'm totally down to eat this. <laughs> with the, with, on top of dough, with some red sauce, negative. Yeah, I, I mean, right, French cheeses aren't known for their subtlety. I feel <laughs> like... One Fair. of the thousand will clash with another. <laughs> um, I, say, I always say I'll try anything twice. This might be the exception, my friend. I, I don't think I can do it. 
I, I will say it it does look like they from the final image here that they all really enjoyed the outcome of this pie. Um, just the facial expressions to to winning that Guinness World Record. Um, something to be said there. So listen, congratulations on the win for the yeah. most cheeses on a pie. And to be fair, guys, I, I think they did note. You know, this was like a dough that they they quickly baked uh, beforehand. They they topped it with cheese, and and I think officially they said they had a they put it in the oven with all the cheese on it for forty seconds, and that is what qualified this then as a as a pizza. So well, good for them. I'm sure Domino's Japan will be doing it soon, so we can add to the, to the list for next week. As long as they put a big volcano magma center to it, that's good. That's, that's what, what I was expecting with this. The, needed, there right? we go. The, the exactly. Bubbling out of the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen, take us take us to our final final article. And this one was uh, this one was at a tasting table. Um, this is always an interesting I- idea um, of of combinations. I'll put it that way, and I'll, I'll leave it to you to kind of talk through it for one second. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the gist. As I uh, knock my gear off here, the the gist is right, is you know, finishing a pizza with kind of some cold cuts, cold meat, right, prosciutto or mortadelle or or something to kind of be a extra umami flavor to the finish. And this is very very typical of you know true Italian style. You go to Rome, you go to Florence, you go. But you will see a lot of this done. Um, so I, I, I think it's wonderful. Um, it, it's a fork and knife pizza, just as the picture shows, right? This isn't the kind of thing you're going to get at Domino's. But, you know, the, the whole thing is, you know, using some um, charcuterie meats to finish and highlight uh, your pie, which uh, I, I'm here for. I do it, uh, especially like a grilled pizza. I do this all the time. Um, you don't want to, you know, ruin a nice piece of prosciutto age prosciutto by you know heating it that much um you want to kind of keep it more savory but it's a it's a finisher right um, absolutely absolutely I, I i distinctly wanted to highlight that i love this style with the, with the arugula on it a little grated cheese on top some prosciutto classic i, I think I, I would say it's a classic um pie for sure and i love the cold idea um yeah. to the top so i'm i'm totally down for anything like this yeah, it's um, you know, it's the contrast, you know, the the Ohio Valley pizza where they put the cold cheese on. This is kind yes, of yes, which is what I was going to ask you. So I was going <laughs> to ask you about that one as as a variation, though, Jim. To this, what do you think about the Ohio Valley? And uh, I will say for every bringing it back home too, it's also became a kind of a popular thing. Um, I think distinctly for like on Long Island, I saw a number of shops that were that were doing this. That was kind of a unique idea. Yeah, I don't know if it's they awesome. kind of thought it was unique to them, but I'm so, yeah. And what, what did you what do you think about that idea? And and do you think it serves the purpose that every that I've heard described from a functional perspective of like not burning the top of your mouth with the cheese, or is it really there for contrast to be different? What do you, what I, do you think? I mean, I think originally it was contrast to be different, something that could be served very quick, right? It was a coal miner's lunch yeah. where you didn't have to be really heated as much. It could it was all about speed. Um, it, this is kind of the sophisticated cousin. But I think I do think there's probably a happy middle that maybe I'll play around with, right? I mean, where you have that style of pizza, but you finish it with, you know, ingredients that shouldn't be heated, like the arugula, like the, you know, the soprasad or something. I, I think there could be something really great in there. Um, just kind of with, because you say there is a contrast of texture, of flavor, of, yeah. you know, temperatures, which is really, really fun. 
Um, so yes, there's something there. Um, it might take a little bit to, it might be a journey to get there, but that's half the fun, <laughs> I think. What about something cold like pickles, Jim? Pickles on your pizza. So if I have to eat pickles on pizza, I would rather be cold than cooked. You know, in, in my neck of the woods in Michigan, pickle pizza is a thing. It is yeah. a dill pickle pizza is very popular, or is <laughs> as popular as you'll find it. Um, it's abhorrent to eat. I'll I'll just say that I won't even mince words. It's terrible. So if I have to eat, let's. I like pickled peppers, right? Pickled banana peppers, pepperoncini to the finish. Wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we're closer there. I certainly wouldn't want to. Uh, wouldn't want to subject it to the five hundred degree heat, but I, I know you love pickles with your pizza rolls and. Uh, I'm down for it. I'm down. I'm gonna. I'm going to distinctly make Totinos with some chopped pickles and uh, to patio hot sauce and just drizzle them all across the top. Next time I'm, I'm making them, and I can get down with that, man. I think that'd be a good one. You know, I will say with the tuna style pizza. Pickles and hot sauce would probably play would probably mask the flavor of everything else very well. Um, so so maybe maybe that's the play. Penn State, you're welcome. Could You've be heard good. it here first. You've heard it here first from Jim. Go out there, pickles, hot sauce on your own tuna style pizza. Sounds like the way to go. Um, all right, Jim. Listen, man, we talked about a lot of articles tonight, dude. This was awesome, as as always, man. So listen, Jim, tell everyone where can they find you across social media, my friend. Absolutely. You type in Jim Cook's Food Good or whatever you uh, like your social media or our web browser, you'll get uh, me, my articles, and uh, my food. Awesome, man. Much appreciated. As always, Jim, thank you so much for, for joining and co-hosting with me tonight. Guys, for everyone else, please check out I Need Pizza Club on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check out our videos. We've got a lot of other content out there as well. And you can also find us across all your other social media channels um, at I Need Pizza Club. So on that note, guys, come back. Check us out next week for another episode. Thanks, all. Good night. <laughs>